0: from Relay FM. This is Upgrade episode 315 and it is the 2020 September event draft. My name is Mike Hurley. I say goodbye to you Summer until next year. You'll be back Summer. We love you. Goodbye Summer. Hello Jason Snell.
1: I I I miss the marching bands, Mike. I miss the real marching bands. I only have the virtual marching bands now. It's college football season. I would normally be like in a football stadium with marching bands and they'd be playing you know something that sounds a little bit like the upgrade uh draft music and mm-hmm. it's just not there but we're here and we're the here. draft continues see because again 2020 can't stop us we continue to draft things people wonder when is the summer of fun going away with well, the summer of fun is now it's now going gone away. away
0: it's gone it just did it right then that was it that's it summer's over uh, Fun kind of continues. unexpectedly, I think. <laughs> so, actually, I have a hashtag snow Talk question okay. for you, which is: uh, Were you expecting Apple to have their event this week?
1: Uh, we said this last time. I thought it was more likely that they would have the event on the twenty-second and not yeah. the fifteenth. A week's
0: notice is a little
1: awkward. It it is awkward for us, especially, mm-hmm. which is why we we're doing something a little bit different this week. Yeah, which we'll we'll get to in a minute. But I. Um, I think what happened, and this was already kind of in the water when we talked last week, and then it got stronger and stronger, and then they made their announcement, is this idea that um, it's not an iPhone event, and that the iPhone is coming later because of the delays that we did talk about months Mm -hmm. ago. They said it it would be delayed by weeks. Luca Maestri, the CFO, said that in their conference call with analysts. So on that level, not surprising. I think we expected it would be, you know, push the event back two or three weeks, and uh, do it then, and Apple seems to have decided that they're going to do another event for the iPhone. And we were kind of guessing about why this would be, and I think the answer is probably that they want to get these other products out there, and they want to ship uh, iOS 14 and yeah. iPadOS 14 and and the new version of WatchOS as well, and just get it out there, and then they will be able to continue and launch new phones later because you have to have the new version of iOS before the phone ship, but you don't have to have the new f- version of iOS. The moment the phone ship, you could have it earlier, which seems to be what they're probably going to do. So anyway, you know, with iPhone out of the way, then it's sort of like it, it could be any time. And the answer is it is anytime. it's tomorrow. As we record this, it's the 15th. So, uh, I'm, I thought it was possible. I was hoping we would, you know, be able to do upgrade and know that it was coming, but, um, In this era of Apple virtual events, we're just going to have to adapt, Mike.
0: And if you are wondering why on earth are they recording today when the event is tomorrow as we record this, it's because we are going to be doing two episodes of Upgrade this week. Yeah. There was no way we were not going to have a draft. Um, Mm -hmm. Neither Jason or myself could record over the weekend. So we were like, you know what? Let's draft Monday. We'll do a shorter episode. And then Tuesday, we'll come back and do our usual post-keynote episode. And there was no way we weren't drafting. So... It's going to be two episodes, so I would expect most people will be listening to this maybe in the morning or in the afternoon, depending on what time zone you're in, uh, before the event, which I think is kind of fun if you've got that going on That's right, and if
1: you're listening after the event, you get to chuckle at all the mistakes we made, which is also fun.
0: And also, if you do listen uh, after the event, more power to you. And I love your support. If like you will mm-hmm. listen to a draft episode after you already know the results, I, you are a very special upgrade. In you can
1: you can get the scorecard out and score along uh, with us, since you know the future and we don't.
0: Right, in September, you can join supporters around the world during Childhood Cancer Awareness Month to raise money for the kids at St Jude's Children's Research Hospital, where families never receive a bill for anything. And the families and the children that are involved, the children that have been diagnosed with cancer, get the very best care around. Every single year, between 180,000 and 240,000 children are diagnosed with cancer worldwide. And St. Jude's mission is to never stop until no child dies from cancer. You can donate today at stjude.org relay to join the fight to end childhood cancer. That is stjude.org relay to donate now. I am so, so thrilled and honoured and pleased to announce that we have now passed over $500,000 raised for St. Jude in the last two years. So we had a goal this year that once we passed, it was just under one hundred and eighty-five grand, which we have. We will have raised as a community over half a million dollars for the children of St. Jude. As I record today, this year's fundraiser is over $190,000 raised. That's right. I cannot thank you all enough for your generosity. We still have a ways to go, and we still have a lot of stuff planned Ooh, for yeah. you. So this Friday, don't forget, it's Friday the 18th from 2 to 7 p.m. 2 to 8 p.m.? It starts at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, basically, is what you need to know. 2, two to 8 p.m. Thank you, Jason. 2 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash RelayFM is going to be the second annual Relay FM podcast a thon for Saint Jude. We have a lot of wonderful stuff planned. Jason's been working very hard on a special game show. Um, we may touch on this a little bit more tomorrow, but don't forget to tune in and please go to stjude.org slash relay. So we kind of covered this a little bit, uh, but we only uh have this one week notice, so which was which was kind of fun. Um and because of the fact that we've seen lots and lots of media reports for this event stating that there will be no iPhones. Um, We have decided, after some deliberation, to exclude the requirement for iPhone picks from this draft. Because we're doing something a little new this time. Uh, We are actually going... Because we believe there's going to be multiple drafts for this season, we're going to actually do the drafting categories of picks. So we're going to have three Apple Watch picks, three iPad picks, and then four picks that are free uh and then i think you know depending on what gets announced and what doesn't you know, in in the event we will then for the second draft we will do a similar thing i think for this year uh, and see how this works but this is this is maybe something that we will um continue because it might add something new to the draft but just because things were so peculiar uh we wanted to maybe Lock this one up a bit tighter because otherwise I think it could have gotten a little bit out of hand (laughs) in certain areas. So we're we're doing three picks of Apple Watch, three picks of iPad, four picks that are free. And those four picks that are free can include iPhone picks, I guess, at the picker's uh, peril,
1: maybe. Yes. That's right. If you want to be bold and say, they will announce the iPhone despite all reports to the contrary, you can. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to waste your time making iPhone picks that we think are probably not going to happen.
0: Yeah. And so I'll go through the rules. But one of the rules that we have is about obvious picks, that picks can't be too obvious. And one of the picks that has been removed for obvious is uh, to say no iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. the but you know that I would say we, that was in our document, and maybe four days ago when we started it, I don't think it was obvious. Um, right. But now there's been so many reports over the weekend and today about the fact that there won't be iPhones at this event um, that it that it seems unlikely. Um, we may touch on this during the the episode uh, during the draft, but I am a little bit perplexed as to why Apple just haven't made it incredibly clear before the event that it won't be. Uh, iPhone-related event. I think that they could have done that and it would have been fine. Um, but we'll see how that comes back to bite them if at right. all. Because yeah. I could imagine, you know, a lot of the mainstream press being like, Apple announced no iPhones today. And that's kind of like the the story, which I don't think is the what they want to uh, receive. So we'll see how it goes. But right. that was an interesting thing for me. I mean, I, I, they very, very clearly could have just said, come and hear us talk about the Apple Watch and just left it at that But We'll see. All right, so these are the draft rules for this here draft today. We're doing 10 rounds, which is 20 overall picks. The winner of the previous draft gets to pick first, and that is Jason. We've had one draft this year, which Jason scored the win on, which is the WWDC draft. For an item to count, it must either be clearly announced on stage or on the video. In the video, right. In the video. Uh, either by the person or shown or on a slide during the presentation. So in those word clouds, if they have them during this presentation, that right. stuff will count too.
1: But posted on the website in some weird corner Doesn't or said in a in a tweet or whatever. Like if it's not in the video stream as we watch it. And yes, that means like if you freeze frame it and there's a word on the screen, mm-hmm. that counts. But like there's always that ancillary stuff that's on the associated web pages. Those don't count.
0: Exactly, um, Stephen Hackett will provide adjudication in the case of a scoring stalemate between Jason and I. Uh, but I actually don't remember the last time we needed Stephen's help where, where we couldn't decide. But uh, it's no, good to we've have been pretty it there.
1: Gentlemanly about it, I would say, very
0: sportsmanlike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no half points can be awarded; four points only. Uh, Yes. No points awarded for pre-announced or ridiculously obvious items. So if Apple announces an Apple Watch between now and tomorrow, doesn't matter. Uh, And in the case of a tie, we have a tiebreaker question. And as the loser, I get to pick the tiebreaker. uh, My answer to the tiebreaker.
1: Now, you may be saying to yourself, boy, that's a lot of rules. If you think that, I recommend you go listen to last week's episode of Connected, Uh uh, in which uh, you guys decided to pick up the excitement of having a pre-Apple event challenge from Upgrade. I think we inspired that. Mm -hmm. And it has become more and more baroque over time it's mostly just
0: rules now
1: <laughs> it's it's the show is largely rules and then yeah. the picks are, are sort of you guys arguing about the rules is the point and then the picks are are beside the point yeah. so anyway it's basically here, what i like about w-
0: what we call the rickies which is the predictions for connected is they are pretty much the opposite of these ones which was i think by design from everybody involved right so it's mostly rules uh not very serious and it's full of conspiracies.
1: Indeed. Not like us. Not like us. We know us. what we're doing here. It's yeah, all above board. Serious yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: I mentioned before, uh, there's been one draft this year, uh, which was funny to me to go through the results. It's was like, oh, wow, only one draft this year, uh, which you picked up the win. And going yep. back for our history of drafts, I have never won a September draft. I've, I've only ever won drafts in June. I have never won a draft in September. Maybe the iPhone is the curse for me, and if there's no Maybe. iPhone, it will be broken today. Who knows?
1: 2020, anything, everything is different. Anything can change, Maybe uh, I'll and that win. you could come out on top. Not
0: feeling particularly confident going into it, though, Jason. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe that's like All giving right. you blood in the water, but this one, this one's so weird and so different. It, I,
1: I'm right there with you.
0: I, I don't feel particularly confident, but we do have a tiebreaker, as I mentioned. So, in the event of a tie. We go to our tiebreaker question, and we decided on this before the show. So we're doing an over-under on the duration of the event. So the tiebreaker is 90-minute duration is the baseline that we have picked. Will we say over or under in runtime? And as the loser, I am going to pick first, and I am going to say that we will see over 90 minutes. Uh, do I get the 90 if it's bang on 90? Do I get that? Is it 90 you, and You're over?
1: picking me over. So if it's if it's 90 minutes and zero seconds, I win. If it's 90 minutes and one second, you okay. win. All right. So I'm going to get over
0: 90 minutes. Jason will get under 90 minutes. I had to really deliberate on this one, Jason. But yeah. it seems like everywhere that it's listed, Apple has given themselves two hours for this. Yes. So that's, that's kind of what's let me go for the 90. But I will tell you, if... They are just doing what we think they're going to do. I don't know how they can go for 90 minutes. But yeah, what? we'll see as we go through this conversation as to whether this we is, believe that.
1: This is why we said that at 90, because we, we the idea of playing over-under is you need to come to an agreement about a number that is... Uh, that gives you pause, that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really hard because I feel like that's a good break. And I thought 90 was actually a pretty good break because I think the real question here is is Apple going to stuff this so full that they basically are going to fill their two hours that they always fill? Or is this a different kind of event where there's a lot less stuff, and even though they've got a two-hour slot, they're not really going to fill two hours, and it's an hour 15. And I think those are both reasonable arguments, and that's mm-hmm. essentially what we're saying by placing it at 90. So Mike's going for the, as a tiebreak, again, it's only a tiebreak, mm-hmm. uh, for the the stuffed, mega-stuffed event. And that leaves me with the, uh, the lighter, lightweight event.
0: And we'll see. Don't forget you'll be able to score along at home and we encourage scoring along at home and we will put a link in the show notes to an interactive scorecard that is created by a good friend of the show, Zach Knox. Zach puts together these wonderful scorecards for us.
1: Yes, and we just stressed him again by creating sections of yeah. the... He doesn't actually have to call out the sections if he doesn't want to, but no. we are sectionizing the draft this time. I have Thank a pretty
0: you, bad uh, track record of informing Zach in advance of any yeah. information. You, you've, seen,
1: you've seen it right here. That was the informing in advance. Moments yeah. before we begin, Zach has been informed. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. All right, let's take a break and we'll get into our first rounds of picks. This episode is brought to you by Text Expander from our friends over at Smile. Text Expander removes repetition out of work, so you're able to focus on what matters most which is getting the stuff done that you want done so you can say goodbye to repetitive text entry spelling and message errors or trying to remember that right thing to say at the right moment because when you use text expander you can say the right thing in just a few keystrokes it's better than copy and paste it's better than scripts and templates it's better than writing fresh every time text expander snippets allow you to maximize your time by getting rid of repetitive things while still allowing you to customize customize and personalize your messages so for example if you have a habit like me of saying customizing you could take that word and have it autocorrect to customizing with text expander. I actually use that for a bunch of stuff. I use um, looks like camel case type things. So I have some text expander snippets set up for Apple products, right? So if I just type ipad, it will correct the ipad even if an application is trying to fight against me and and like capitalize the i, you know, stuff like that which I like. But also my favorite thing about TextExpander is their team sharing features. So I have some shared snippets with um, my sales manager, Carrie, And between the two of us, we're able to standardize the language that we use when talking to companies because we pick something that works best for us and we, we share it with TextExpander. And then we're always on the same page. Our communication is uh, in sync, which is fantastic. TextExpander can be used in any platform, any app, Anywhere you type. Take your time back and increase your productivity. Upgrade listeners get 20% off their first year by going to textexpander.com slash podcast. Go there right now to learn more about TextExpander and sign up at textexpander.com slash podcast. Our thanks to TextExpander from Smile for their support of this show and Relay FM. Are you ready, Jason? Yeah. One, two, three. (laughs) Come on, we can do this. I, look, we, I feel trepidatious about this one too because I, I don't feel like I was ready. It happened before I was expecting and then everything I usually am uh, uh, prepared for of a September event, I feel like I can't pull on any of that knowledge. Which yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's very peculiar. But we are where we are. So let's go for... We're going to do the first three picks now which are going to be Apple Watch only picks. Jason, what is your
1: first I like uh, forcing us to pick Apple Watch items, right? Like, mm-hmm. usually it's like, I'll throw in an Apple Watch item. It's like, no, we must pick Apple Watch items. We must pre- predict things about the Apple Watch. Um, it changes the strategy up- this does, too. It does. Because it does. I have
0: things I'm more sure about that aren't Apple Watch picks, right? So my p- first pick would have not, not even been an Apple Watch pick. So it, it changes the strategy right. of approaching the draft.
1: Indeed. It's like a bunch of little mini drafts.
0: Indeed. Which is so we may keep it, we may not. But like, it's just something fun to try.
1: All right. So I'm going to predict the low-priced Apple Watch model Ooh. that replaces the Series 3. This was my first, first one of pick. The, I, I I think it's a good one. I think it is one of the most likely ones. Because we know Tim Cook likes taking old models and discounting them. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, including like Apple's own disclosures, the Series 3 has sold really well and it's a good it's a good deal like it, it's a good deal it's not the best but it's a good deal however a little long in the tooth they probably want to upgrade it and the series 4 is already discontinued right they didn't keep it around so you've got the series 5 and the series 3 what do you do the rumor is that they're not going to bring back the series 4 although you know they could do that, but what I'm predicting here is it's going to not be called the Series Four, and it's probably going to have some tech that's different from the the Series Four and the Series Three. So uh, a new model, an Apple Watch SE, if you will, that might not be the name, but that idea of keeping a low price Apple Watch in the uh, in the price list, in addition to whatever they introduce, that's mm-hmm. sort of the cutting edge Apple Watch.
0: This this um this thought, this rumor. Is intriguing to me, but I can't really put my finger on what I think this product's actually going to look like. Like will yeah. it look like the series four Apple Watch? Will it look like an Apple Watch we've never seen before? Will it have a different form factor? Like, is it just a cheap Apple Watch or is it a different product? Like I I I at the moment I am not a hundred percent sure what I think about this but I do I do co- go along with the thinking that there will be a new product
1: yeah so my my guess if I had to guess specs which is not part of the draft but if I had to guess specs it would be that it will be um the processor that's in the new the new apple watch that same processor remove. 3D Touch, right? Because we assume 3D Touch is going to get removed from the Apple Watch anyway. They've already removed it from the operating system. Um, and not always on display. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe or maybe not the the kind of edge-to-edge display that's in the modern models. But my, my guess is it's going to be a combination of specs from the 3, 4, and 5, and maybe 6, right? But something that they can make cheaply for them, keep their margins up, and then let it sit there for another two years. Because that's their—that's what they do, right? That's what the SE model is. Mm-hmm. The SE doesn't get the old chip. It actually gets the current chip, but then it sits there for three, four years. So I think that's what they're going to do with the Apple Watches. They're going to build a new, kind of like a new old watch. <laughs> and uh, it'll have a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B.
0: Maybe I'm uh, showing my hand a little bit here, but we have this as a potential pick in the draft. And I'm seeing a lot of people talk about this kind of thing of Apple trying to create like a different form factor product. Yeah. And I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think the Apple Watch is the Apple Watch. Um, I don't imagine them putting in the effort to create what would essentially be a different product. Um, right. That that seems like maybe for the future, but I don't even think that that would be called an Apple Watch myself. Like I think that would be a separate fitness product from apple
1: and yeah it's not to say that apple might not do a fitness band at some point if you imagine something with little or no display that really is just a low uh sort of simple looking band that people won't feel like they're wearing a watch they're just wearing a fitness band but it does all of the data syncing and stuff to your iphone and you have to bring your iphone with you or start things off on your iphone i could see them maybe making that product the problem is the apple watch exists and apple has put all this effort into the apple watch and they can make a relatively cheap apple watch and i think like why why create a product that makes it less likely that you'll buy an apple watch when you can make a cheaper apple watch and sell that to people and i know that there's probably a market for a 99 dollars or whatever fitness band and people who don't want to wear a watch but do want a fitness tracker yeah. i know but apple's put so much investment into what the apple watch is and what it represents that i think even though they could make that product i'm not sure it makes sense for them to make that product instead of just making a more affordable apple watch and letting it ride because that's where they that's their greatest asset
0: All right, I'm going to make my first pick of this draft and say that the Apple Watch will receive a new health-focused sensor.
1: Yep, that was going to be my pick if I didn't pick the other one. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I think I always think back to last year with the Apple Watch and they really surprised us, right? I remember kind of around this time last year, we were talking about the September event, right, for uh, uh, the the iPhones and, and the Apple Watch and everything that came out. And I remember saying that the biggest surprise for the both of us was the always-on display in the Apple Watch Series 5 because Apple absolutely surprised us with that one. It wasn't rumoured. Nobody thought it was coming. I think even before that episode, we'd spoken about the fact that we thought it was never going to happen. Like, if it hasn't happened by now and there's no rumours, it kind of seems like it's maybe not going to happen. And, you know, I was blown away by it because it, it it made the product more useful for me and I think was a, an important thing. I, I don't necessarily think we're going to see something that's going to do that again this year because really that was the first time that the Apple Watch product hardware had ever done that to me, right? Like, really surprised me like that. And, you know, it may have been because, like, from a supply chain perspective... You can't see that, right? Like, you know, if you're putting them together, you've got case sizes and molds and stuff. You, you can't see this feature. And that may have been one of the reasons it didn't get out. Or there just isn't such a market for Apple Watch leaks as there are iPhone leaks. But all of this to say is I don't believe we're going to see the Series 6 doing something so out of the box, dependent on what we're expecting. Mm. But what I do always expect Apple to do is wherever they can push the hardware forward for other health features and that the Apple Watch Series 6 will get something, some new uh, sensor that will be used for a new health application, not necessarily an app, but like an application of a health uh, feature. And this is something I would, this isn't in my pick, but I would expect that the the whatever the new watches are, we'll all get this, right? I think that uh-huh. they will do a, a, an almost like iPhone uh, 11 kind of uh, idea of like, these two watches are effectively the same, we've put the same chips in them, we've put the same sensors in them. The differences are the design and the screen. Right, and maybe you know, maybe the the overall shape of the device, but that they will want to start off this this new, say the Apple Watch SE, we'll call it for the sake of conversation. They want to start off the Series Six and the SE at the same baseline, and then the SE will maybe go, you know, for two generations, right? But like they start it off saying like, here we go, and move on from there. That's just my belief. But my pick is that there will be some new health focused sensor that finds its way into the Apple Watch models this year.
1: Yeah, the most likely scenario is oxygen, which Apple's already been experimenting with doing some measurements of. But I think what they what the dream is and whether they'll be able to get an authorization for this because it gets into medical device territory. But the the dream is that instead of having the little thing that you have to put on your finger to, to measure your oxygen, that they will be able to do an oxygen display and that in this era of, of COVID, it, looking at your oxygen number and being able to see if you you have enough oxygen is actually a uh, a bigger selling point. So um, whether it's that or something else, though, mm-hmm. if it's a new sensor for health, you get it and you get the point. What's your second pick? Oh, boy. This is hard. This it is hard. hard. Yeah, this is hard. I, I am going to go with... Um, the low-cost watch omitting always-on display. Hmm. Um, and th- this is a tough one because, again, the SE argument is it does most of what the current one does, but it does need to be cheaper. And so... It's going to have um, to
0: find some features somewhere, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and that's... A, the the always-on display, there are some special display technologies that they're using. Now, it would give Apple... It would save Apple a lot if they only had to make one display um but it would also save apple a lot if they could use the same cheap display that they're using in the existing model and just keep it there instead of making this other display that's more more expensive so i i don't have a huge confidence in this but i'm going to throw it out there that that's a brand new feature that we got last year and that it it's more taxing in terms of battery perhaps this um you know this one will have They don't want to tax its battery so much. Perhaps it even has less battery. I don't even know. But um, I think that that's an easy feature to let go. But I also want to acknowledge the risk here, which is that Apple might just say, no, we're going to standardize on one display, and it's going to be the display that's in the Series 5 for this model instead of the display that's in the Series uh, 3 or 4.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Like, I, I see why you've gone for this pick. I can also see why you are in two minds about it <laughs> a little bit, right? But yeah. if you're going to make this product cheaper, you have to cut a cost somewhere, and the always-on display has only appeared in one of the five watch models. So, And you also need to not only just cut costs, you have to have re- give people reasons to upgrade, right? They need reasons to get the Series 6, and an always-on display could be part of that, right? Like, there has to be some reason why somebody would pay the extra $100, $150, $200, whatever... That's right. ...to get the the yeah. main model, and this could be...
1: Yeah, the of question features. is what the differentiators are, but there have to yep. be differentiators. They can't literally say, we've got two new models to introduce you today. There's the Series 6, and there's uh, the the SE, which is identical to the Series 6, but cheap. Mm, probably not going to do that.
0: And if we were going back to the iPhone argument, you know, the only is between the, well, the, sorry, the main difference between the 12 and the 12 Pro is the screen technology. So yeah. similarly, right? Yep. But, and that's because, I mean, again, like one of the things that, that can help is if you use older screens in your devices, you know how to make them, your yields are higher. It is a way to bring the prices down.
1: Yeah. And they do they do want to make it a cheaper to make object that yep. they can sell for a lower price and keep their margins up
0: so i have a one that's a little bit out of the box here but i got some Love thinking it. behind it uh my second pick is that somebody will wash their hands during the presentation mm,
1: almost picked this one it's a good one <laughs> so it's a feature of watch feature, os so why would timely, they not demo that
0: and it will give them a little joke to do Uh, when going between scenes so like Uh i expect at some point they will go to like a bathroom in apple park and like craig's washing his hands you know like but i somebody's going to wash their hands during this presentation because it allows them to demo that feature allows them to add a little joke in and i expect and will also allow them to use the scenery that they have at apple park at their disposal um I mean, we hadn't spoken about this, but my expectation is that this event will look just like WWDC from a production yeah. perspective, right? Like, that,
1: it, that's my yeah. guess. Because I it seems,
0: sense. I had also heard that they were shooting on campus again, so I'm very wow. confident it will look the same.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know why you wouldn't just replicate that yeah. because it worked so well, and, and I think and you're it right. was think... didn't just work well; it was like
0: critically acclaimed, right? Like everybody yeah. loved it. Yeah. So why would you not do that?
1: And let me tell you, because I have been in one, the bathrooms at Apple Park are exactly what you'd expect mm. from a, a, an Apple designed Like it, it's the same design look as the Apple stores. And the like it's yeah, it, it would be a fun place. And then people would see what an Apple Park bathroom looks like. They've made all that effort to make them uh, look nice. You gotta show it off. So I think this is a good one. The only the only thing that gave me hesitation here is that it's a feature that was already announced at WWDC, so they may gloss over it and not spend the time on it. But I feel like it's a pretty good pick because this is there's a real really high chance, high probability that they're gonna use this uh, as you said as a way to sort of punctuate the health features of the Apple Watch and Watch OS.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like with the iPhone, they always spend time going back over iOS, right? And so I, uh-huh. I expect that they will spend time going back over watchOS. And frankly, there isn't a lot in watchOS. Um, it, it does make me wonder if one of the... Actually, I don't know if this is a pick or not. Uh, there's a pick here, that I, so I won't talk about it now. Let, we'll get to the end of this, and then I'll mention what I was going to say. Okay. What is your third pick, uh, your last Apple Watch pick?
1: I am going to pick that the watch body, among the color options, there's a new color option. Mm. I don't know what the color option is. And what I'm saying is an option that doesn't exist currently. So if they brought back an old color option, an old material option that we that we had in the past but we don't currently have i want credit for this but i think they're going to change it up i i think that and again i think this is a risky pick because sometimes they don't but i do feel like innately in apple watch is change in look and if they don't change the body massively they still like to rotate in some new looks and that comes in watch band colors it sometimes comes in watch band styles And it can come in the body color and body style as well. I don't know what this is. I have uh, always been a big proponent of uh, colorful Apple products and wishing that they would do more. Anodize that aluminum, make Mm -hmm. it red, make it blue, make it green. I think that would be fun. If you could buy a green Apple Watch aluminum model, I think that would be awesome. Um, But just in general, a little bit of wish casting here, but also um, feeling like Apple likes to play with the look of the Apple Watch uh, on the surface level. So that, I'll take a shot.
0: Yeah, i would just uh, confirm for the sake of people checking the pics. So this can even be a new material... Uh, well, a material that doesn't exist in the Series Five line, so it could have existed before. So if they bring back yeah. gray ceramic, for example, that would count. Sure. Or it's a new color of an existing material.
1: Right, like like a blue aluminum. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, which
0: I think, like, if they brought back rose nice. gold, did they ever have rose gold? Or did they always have just that one, rosy gold in the Apple Watch?
1: I don't I don't remember uh. it. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to check on that. We'll we'll get our uh, our our sources on it. But yes, and and that means yes, Mike, if they bring back the solid gold Apple Watch I win.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure. Do you though? do you win? We all we all win. Um, we
1: all win when the solid gold Apple Watch is here.
0: Uh. So before before I make my pick, I will make the point that I was going to make it earlier before I forget it. It's talking about like software features. What I was going to say is like Watch over 7 doesn't have a lot of new stuff in it. And one of the things it does have is sleep tracking. So I could imagine them doing uh, something around sleep tracking which could relate back to that sensor. This is a pick that we have, but it's not the pick that I'm making.
1: But that was the the point I I wanted to make. I think it's a, a, dare I say it, risky pick because um it may be that the software is all they're doing for sleep tracking but i do think it's possible that since they have that software that there will also be something in the hardware that enhances the sleep tracking that we haven't seen because they haven't announced the hardware yet but i didn't pick it either so i don't blame you
0: all right so i was gonna pick you'll pick for my final pick here yeah. so we we have been really on point today we've, been, with each we've other. been
1: sniping each other here we are building this is the great thing about the draft it's a competition it's also a collaboration where mm-hmm. we build our best list
0: so i'm looking over my picks here
1: all right so i think the thing
0: that i'm going to go with is that the apple watch gets claims of extended battery life
1: right so this is where they say essentially the battery life is longer yeah yeah. Or they say a number that is larger than the number they say now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you know that it's some, somehow we can see during the presentation that the battery life would appear to be getting better, and it's either that they say it's getting better or they say this gets this battery life and that's more mm-hmm. than than what watch is currently get.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. Um, knowing what we assume at least, which is that since, as I mentioned earlier, the watch OS update removes uh, 3D touch from the operating system, mm-hmm. that It will be removed from the hardware. And what we've seen when they removed it from the iPhone hardware is you pick up space. And space is at such a premium on the Apple Watch. So really, there are two options there. Either it gets thinner or it gets more battery. And you throw in also that a new chip probably is better at regulating um, battery usage. And it's not a bad pick to make because I of that. could like also if, imagine if them they saying that the SE is like, because if it's got,
0: it doesn't have an always-on display. It's the same size and it doesn't have uh force touch, 3D touch. I could imagine them saying like, this is the longest battery life we've ever yeah. seen on an Apple Watch. Yeah, you know. and
1: I have amended your pick to be an Apple Watch Thank its you. claim of extended battery life. It could be either model. It could be either model.
0: That's that's a good clarification. So they are our Apple Watch picks. So that's three picks down. Let's move on to iPad. So okay. our next uh, picks four to six, uh, iPad only picks. Take it away, Jason. Oh
1: boy, um, I'm gonna go out of the gate with a uh, I think a fairly substantially rumored guess, which is that this is going to be a new iPad, presumably iPad Air, although who knows about the marketing name, but what they're going to do is they're going to bring the edge-to-edge screen design right. to the iPad. They're going to get rid of those huge bezels and the home button on the bottom and all that stuff that we, those of us who've used, who are using the modern iPad Pro are like, Oh, that's like an iPad from two years ago. But um, they, it's literally all the other iPads are like that still. It's only the iPad Pro that changed. So um, this is part of something that we've talked about here before: the idea that the iPad Air allows Apple to bring iPad Pro features down in the in pricing because not everybody wants to buy a nine hundred dollar iPad, and um, and Apple has been really aggressive at bringing things like Apple Pencil down to the lower-priced iPads pretty quickly, um, which I think says something about their confidence and the value that is still I- embedded in the iPad Pro at the top of the line. So um, I think it's a rumor that makes sense to me. I think it's they, they want to go there with all of these products, and it's just a matter of rolling them out over time, and iPad Air is up next, so it gets it.
0: And so, just to clarify, we're just saying new iPad with edge-to-edge screen design. So it could be, yep. it could. I mean, it, like let's imagine it did nothing to the iPad Air, but the iPad Mini got this, right? Like that would work fine. too.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be the and iPad also, Air. It doesn't have to be called iPad Air. It's a new iPad yeah. that drops the, the it shrinks down the bezels, gets rid of the home button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and part
0: of the reason that we're saying new iPad is, I'm I don't know what they will call this iPad. Right.
1: And like, I, I don't right? know if
0: this just becomes iPad or it's iPad Air or whatever. Um, and frankly, like all the, like that, like that, if they introduced a new iPad Pro, like it's not going to change the design. It doesn't, it's not what it is. This is a non pro iPad. As yes. Jason is amending the pick now. New non pro iPad with edge to edge screen design. So I am going to say new non pro iPad gets a flat edge design. All right, so we're we're very on track again with this one. Uh, I think, we've mentioned this in the past, this iPad Pro design is not just the iPad Pro design. It is 2020 onwards, Apple design, right, of like a more kind of industrial design, flat edges, sharper corners. You know, we've seen this coming to the iPhone, we've seen this coming, uh, rumored to be coming to the iMac, right? So like, we are seeing like a a
1: flat edge design uh, on a new non Pro iPad, right? And uh, I'm just going to say it now because uh, Steve, I met on the chat room said, "What if it's the iPad Mini Pro or something like that?" Look, the point is, you don't get any points if they just revise an existing iPad Pro that's exist got an yeah. existing trait yeah this is about a model that we haven't seen before with this trait that it didn't have before mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about here i think we know it when we see it Mm -hmm. i love it when we are more in agreement as the competitors than the audience is about (laughs) who's right and who's wrong yeah i think that's good i think i think these these are the rumors right is that apple wants to push all of this this stuff down into um down into everybody else's (laughs) Uh, everybody else's iPad, right? Yep. They just, they want to do that. All right. I'm going to uh, pick up from your pick then and run with it and say that that means since it's got a flat edge design, it's going to be pencil mm. two compatible because yep. pencil, iPad pencil is, is fine and all, but then you use the iPad pencil too. And if you've ever gone back to the original iPad pencil, you're like, what is this? Like, with the with the cap, with the lightning nubbin under it and all of that, like, mm, the new pencil is so good. And I, I think this Apple wants to roll it down and ultimately stop making Apple Pencil 1. And the problem with Apple Pencil 2 is it charges inductively and you have to stick it to the side of the iPad, which means you have to have a flat-sided iPad, which this iPad that we're guessing about is going to be. So why would it not bring support for pencil two now there is a possibility they'll do the flat sides but they'll save money by not acting adding the inductive charging and they'll still use pencil one and you'll still have a lightning port on it which is a pick that's out there and uh you'll have to plug it in but i believe that apple really wants to get rid of that uh, old approach and uh move everybody to the new one so it's the time predict pencil two yeah Yeah, it's it's the time like the 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 i think we've seen it right like that the ipad
0: line is like the Mac laptop line, really, where like the the professional models get a certain feature and it will eventually roll its way down through the entire consumer line as well as the professional line. Yeah. And we have seen that happening with the iPad Pro since its existence. And we're going to continue continue to see that here. So, you know, we're going to see... And and so I think, like, really, the reason they go to the flat-edge design... This new iPad is so it can be compatible with with Apple Pencil yep. 2. This was my next pick for that reason. Like I, I think that there is a cause and effect here. It's not mm-hmm. just for design;
1: it's also for function. And I think they're gonna they're gonna move it down that way. Yep, yep. Also, you don't want the confusion, right? Like yes oh, wait, wait, this one looks like that one, but it doesn't use that. It uses this. Like, why would that, like, it doesn't make sense. They want to, because this is part of a a sweep that will eventually encompass the entire iPad line. Yeah. So, like, like, why would you do a half measure when you're going to want to get the A pencil 2 everywhere eventually?
0: I don't think it's happening this time, but, like, I believe that the magic keyboard will come to these to the lower iPads in the future, but just not yeah. yet. And yeah. so, like you know, th- this is the the march forward, right, where it's like you can now give the Apple Pencil two to other iPads because the Pro iPads were differentiated by the fact that they have the Magic Keyboard and with trackpad, right, right. So, like you y- you know, I think I th- I think that Apple is smart here, right? That like you've got to give some clearly the iPads these days big part of it for apple is what accessories can we sell right because it, it it bumps up the numbers it's great for the ipad right the ipad is a really accessory heavy product for apple now and it's good for it and i think they learned that with the ipad pro but they can't give all the accessories to all of the products because it reduces a reason for somebody to spend the extra on the ipad pro like i believe apple sell more i would expect that they sell more ipad pros now because of the magic keyboard like people want that so they they maybe spend the extra couple of hundred bucks and get the iPad Pro instead, but you know we'll see. We'll so see. I'm actually gonna gonna diverge a little from my current thinking to say that I reckon that this new iPad with its edge to edge screen and its flat edge design will still have
1: a Touch ID sensor. Interesting, very interesting. So this is there is a rumor out there that Apple is not putting in the Face ID sensor bank on these things, but instead has built Touch ID into a different part of the device. The rumor is it's actually on the sleep wake button Mm -hmm. and that that's where you will press with your finger and it will unlock, um, which it would be interesting, right? That would be interesting to see a new Touch ID implementation that we haven't seen from Apple before versus just putting the Face ID stuff in there like it's in all the other products. I think
0: that, again, going back to, like, with the uh, Apple Watch SE, you've got to save some money somewhere, and this could be one of the places that you're able to save some money. It's not putting Face ID in there. And I also think that this technology, putting Touch ID in a sleep-wake button, I believe is going to be a future technology for other Apple products anyway. So uh, I I... Or at least having Touch ID return to Face ID products, I think will be a thing that they do. So, yeah, this is an expectation that I have uh, for this product line. And again, it's like another differentiator for the Pro. The Pro has Face ID.
1: Yeah, I think I think you are making an important uh, following an important line, which is what do you what do you hold back from the iPad Air that you have in the iPad Pro. And there are two ways of looking at this, and one is you want to hold back on things in order to drive people to your more expensive iPad. Mm -hmm. The other way to view it is you hold back on things that cost (laughs) because uh, then you can make the product cheaper and sell it at a lower price and still keep your margins high. So there are two different ways to approach it, Um, and Apple has done both and can choose both and i think that what's interesting to us is trying to pick that apart and also we're in this interesting state where we had this kind of not an update to the ipad pro that just happened and i think you and i are both anticipating that there's probably a new wave of ipad pros coming that are going to have features that make them that much more impressive compared to the ipad air but we don't know what they are yet and they're not here yet Mm -hmm. so this is all kind of Floating out there of like, what exactly does Apple do to make the iPad Air different from the iPad Pro? What is your final pick in the iPad round? Well, I'm going to pick what you said wasn't going to happen, which is that it's going to be compatible with the Magic Keyboard. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The iPad Air, the current iPad Air and the current 11-inch iPad Pro are so close in size that... I feel like they could build the iPad Air's body on the 11-inch iPad Pro's body, make the dimensions the same, add the smart connector to the back, just as they're adding the Apple Pencil connector, we're saying, to the the little charger to the side, and then it would fit all of the existing, because this is something that Apple has, has strived to do lately, which is... Um if you can make a new iPad that fits existing accessories, you don't have to make new variations on those accessories. And you know what the magic keyboard costs a lot of money and if Apple can open up an even wider market to sell more of those expensive keyboards to people who are buying a you know a, a five hundred dollar uh, iPad air instead of a nine hundred dollar um or eight hundred dollar iPad pro, like why not do that so i I think they will go down that path and they will make it the same size. It's not gonna have the big, you know, camera bank on the back. But it that's okay, because the new Magic Keyboard fits the older iPad Pro that doesn't have the big camera bank on the back, too. They they designed it to be re- backward compatible. And I think when you look at that, and you think Apple actually does want to sell the Magic Keyboard to as many iPad users as possible. So why not make you, know, you can use the smart keyboard for the 11 uh, inch Pro, you can use the uh, Magic Keyboard for the 11-inch Pro in the iPad Air, and it'll be okay because the you know these iPad Pros are gonna get more features next year, and uh, there'll still be enough differentiation there. So yeah, I'm not 100% confident on this, but it feels like the right thing for them to do, which is just let anybody who wants to buy our, our Magic Keyboard mm-hmm. go to town. Just more people buying that expensive keyboard that <laughs> Apple makes a lot of money on, great, let's do it.
0: Now for my final pick, I don't have anything that I'm particularly confident in, nor do I want to pick the exact same pick that I made on Connected, which is that the new iPad will get a LiDAR sensor, because in the past, I have doubled down on picks too often and then been sad when they didn't come true. Yeah. So I'm actually going to do something unprecedented for me, Jason, I'm going to play against myself. And for my final pick, say that the new iPad will get Face
1: ID. (laughs) This is actually not unprecedented. I believe once before you had two picks that oh, really? conflicted with each okay. other. <laughs> Look, uh, I want to guarantee
0: a point in this round. So yeah. I'm going to do that.
1: All right. Because I'm not confident so,
0: enough in anything for my third pick. Right. So we yeah. have, again, I'll just go through it. We have it left to pick from this new iPad mini. I'm not confident in that. New iPad Pro. I'm not confident in that new iPad to get a lidar sensor i don't want to double down or new iPad to get usb c and i'm which still not sure picked. about
1: that one i don't i maybe i feel like it's i feel like that that is if i had another pick that's what i'd pick because i think that mm-hmm. i think that it it goes with everything else which is just eventually are all the iPads going to have usb c yeah they are they're all going to have it as soon as they get apple pencil 2 support the that lightning's going to turn to usb c and you know, I just feel like that's all part of the the whole here. But I get you; it's it's less certain than some of these other guesses. Um, I,
0: I believe it yeah. could happen, uh, but I am deciding to guarantee myself a point in this round instead. That's that's the decision that I've come to. I may come to regret it, but for me, like I I feel that the lidar and the USBC kind of like a equal chance of happening or not happening. So I'm kind of just gonna d- just go with giving myself. Uh, and you know what, Jason, maybe in some wild world, they put both on the iPad and then I get two points, but that seems incredibly unlikely, but you never know. Right. And wouldn't that be for me just a wonderful thing to occur, uh, that it has both touch ID and face ID. And then I get two points. Can you imagine that? Can you How imagine the
1: celebration that I would have if that such a thing was to occur? That would be fascinating, but, uh, it probably won't happen, but you'll be kicking yourself if it's USB-C, but, um, You know, it may not be. With three mandatory picks about every single one of these products, we end up with some really weird picks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's only so many things you can pick.
0: This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. You have so much on your to-do list, from laundry to emails to errands to goodness knows what else. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings food that you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is easy. You just open up the DoorDash app, choose what it is you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with their new contactless delivery drop-off setting. DoorDash have over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. You can support your local go-to restaurants or choose from your favorite national restaurants as well. Maybe you want to eat Chipotle's, maybe you want Wendy's for dinner, you can get that from DoorDash. Jason, can you tell me a little bit about the wonders of ordering from DoorDash?
1: Yeah, we use DoorDash all the time, Mike, to uh, uh, have people bring food to us. <laughs> That's great. We actually did a little uh, family getaway, uh, went to a friend's uh, house that they usually rent out. And uh, and we had a couple midweek dates there, got out of our house for the first time in six months. And what it, what that meant was ordering from new restaurants. And having them bring us food, which was uh, really great, because you don't have to go outside, in the in the smoke that we have right now, mm-hmm. in the hazardous air. Uh, instead, we uh, have somebody just uh, bring it to our door, and they knock, and they leave, and it's contactless and uh, and super great, super convenient. Right now,
0: listeners of this show can get five dollars off and zero delivery fees. On their first order of fifteen dollars or more, just go download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the code Upgrade when you when you're checking out when you signing up. That's five dollars off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and use the code Upgrade. Don't forget that's Upgrade for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. Our thanks to DoorDash for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, Jason. Yeah. So we are moving into our final round, which we are referring to as
1: free picking for this round. Yes, it's wide open.
0: Because we have a selection of categories, so ranging from audio-based picks to Mac picks to software picks to iPhone or general miscellaneous products or services that Apple may be pulling from for this event. All stuff that we believe is due to arrive, by and large, by the end of the year. So it's uh, quite free and open. So Jason, hit me with your first pick in our final round.
1: Oh boy, this is so—it's so hard. This is such a weird event. There are four picks in this round, by the way. Yeah, because we want to—we want a nice, uh, nice ten. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that Apple will, Apple will mention that the iPhone is coming later this fall.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can
0: imagine this. So I can very much imagine the end of the presentation being like Tim, like, and join us again later this fall when we show you what we're working on with the iPhone, something like
1: that. And and or it might just be as simple as like, and we've got some great, you know, great new iPhones in the pipeline that we'll be telling you about later or something like that. And the reason I say this, because this is Apple does not come comment on, on speculation about future products, but what you said early on in this episode really goes here which is apple really does i think need to make it clear that iphones are coming but that this isn't the iphone event yeah and so i think mentioning at some point forward promoting if you will (laughs) that there will be iphones but not now is something that they are going to need to do um you know they might not they might just play it cool but i feel like it might what what's the harm in just saying yeah we know you are excited about the iphone we are too stay tuned um but, you know, I, I admit that this is a risk, but I do think it's maybe a smart move on their part to to just call it. Otherwise, they do risk people getting kind of angry because we all know that, that everybody's been given the high sign that there are no iPhones. But uh, the general public doesn't know. So making it clear, making a clear statement that they're on the way uh, later this fall and you'll hear more from us then would be a way to do that.
0: Yeah, I think that it... I mean cuz it's like it's not like they haven't already said that iPhones are coming later this year like they've have already said it you know what i mean like they said it on the conference call right like that our iPhones will be late so it's it's not like that they are saying they will you know it's not like they're trying to pretend there won't be iPhones this year or something right like and this and we there's no argument about the fact that this is the time that it usually happens exactly. September Right, Apple keep to that schedule. This is them not keeping to that schedule, so it may be. I think it would behoove them to mention it at least, uh, and to set I that expectation. So, I, 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 this was not my first pick; it was my second pick, but it was one that I was going to have. Yeah. Uh, mine is actually. Uh, I think one of the things that they are going to do to fill this presentation with a little bit of time is to do a bunch of fitness demos because they will be introducing an Apple fitness workout service. Some kind of subscription thing, some video thing. Uh, I think this ties in with uh, the Apple Watch part of the presentation quite quite heavily. Um, It will potentially tie into if they're going to talk about services at all, which I think the other part of this will be talking about services um, in general in this event. Uh, it gives them a little bit of time to, because they they don't have to, to squeeze this demo down right to fit it in with a bigger product launch. Um, I think, and also uh, the the Apple Park setting is the perfect setting with their gym, um, or even just some some more nondescript rooms, right, to show you kind of like working out in your living room with Apple's fitness service. Uh, I think that this is uh, this is the time that will introduce that.
1: Yeah, this is, we were really harsh on this rumor when it came out, the idea that they would uh, try to get in yet another kind of game uh, using their advantage. But I also see the, I I can see them doing it, yeah. the rumors out there, I can totally I see it. I don't
0: necessarily think they should, or nor do I really want them to, because uh, I think that this is maybe something that can just be left to other companies because Apple do not have to do everything even though they feel like they do these days uh but I do think it's something they are going to do uh however I think that they should or shouldn't is a different is a different matter,
1: yeah, all right, uh yeah, the choices keep getting harder. I am going to go for it and say uh over-the-ear Apple branded headphones Ooh, are going Jason. to make their debut. Oh boy, Jason Snell. Yeah. This is bold. Well, I'm 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 out of I'm out of easy picks. Mark. Okay.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> this is a bold one. This is a bold Time one. Time for a bold one. Like I think that this is a product that will exist, but it definitely feels more like an introduction with the iPhone. But but I can also see why they would do it now because it's not As tied to the iPhone as AirPods are,
1: I guess, right? Exactly. It'll work with existing iPhones. It'll work with other stuff. It gets it out there. If they're ready for it, and the rumors have been out there that they've been working on this for a while now, if they're ready for it, getting it in the channel with plenty of time for the holiday season to get people to buy uh, those those uh, headphones. I don't. I honestly don't think this is any bolder than the Apple Fitness Workout Service as a pick because I think they're both a little bit chancy. Because Apple could announce them now or later, mm-hmm. um, and they could exist or not exist because they're based on kind of rumors. But uh, of all of the kind of rumored hardware products that might get picked in this uh, free pick round for us, I feel like uh, I feel like maybe it's time for this one. And Apple, you know, I know it seems like it's more tied to the iPhone, but I will say you could argue that wearables is a key strategy for apple and the other part of wearables other than the apple watch and possibly even the more popular part of wearables is airpods and the airpods line and if you think along those lines having this be a part of the presentation kind of fits because it's about apple and wearables instead of about sort of iphone accessories wow i almost convinced myself there I know that this
0: is a product that I personally really want to see now. I know, but we'll see.
1: Now you got to be rooting for me. Haha. Well,
0: it's my consolation if you're right. Yes, that I get the thing that I Excellent. want. Excellent. Know. Excellent. I am going to make my second pick in this round that the watch OS 7 release date will be announced.
1: This Makes is sense.
0: Not an exciting pick by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I think we're going to get some software release dates because, I mean, personally, I think all the software is coming in September, whether people like my friend Federica want it to happen or not. Um, and considering they will be showing off the Apple Watch and Watch OS 7, I can imagine them saying, and you'll mm-hmm. get these great features on whatever date.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, the only chance that this isn't the case is, and I want to be clear here, if if they say that it runs watchOS 7 and they say that it's coming out on a certain date, the the the, the watches, that's not saying watchOS 7 is out on that date, No, right? they have to say following...
0: watchOS 7 will be available for we'll customers on such and great such Great features.
1: Yeah. All right, yeah, I think so. I think I had a debate about the software releases because I can see them saying it and I can see them not saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just, I can see both sides. I think it makes, like a lot of our picks, I would probably advocate for them saying it, but... Apple does all sorts of stuff that I wouldn't do, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> um, I will say, like, I mean,
0: we can maybe debate this. I'll see if you agree. Even them saying like, WatchOS seven will be available in later before, this month. Later this month, I would say still counts, yeah, um, because it's basically just acknowledging that it's coming, <laughs> right? Like right. that's which I don't exactly. think is a thing that you can bank on right now, but I think no, is a uh, thing that they that they will do.
1: I agree. Um, I I think a little less likely because of the iPhone not being a part of this event. But there is an iPad as a part of this event, we're thinking. Um, And if they're going to mention the release of watchOS, I think that they will then also mention that iOS is coming out in the same time frame. So I'm going to just throw that on the fire and say my next pick is iOS 14 date announced.
0: I can actually imagine, personally, and I, I think that this is pretty conceivable, that the iOS 14 rehash will be in this presentation even though the iPhone won't be right yeah, like when I think... they spend that time going over the software again i think they'll do it here i think they'll do it alongside the ipad part um, yep. and, and maybe they'll bring out a current gen iphone to show off widgets on the iphone but you know i i personally think that both of these software releases are happening before the end of september and oh, yeah. I, and i don't think the next event will be before the end of september so. I
1: don't see how they. I don't see how they do an original event just for the Apple Watch and not give it a release date and and not have it run the latest version of WatchOS, which requires the latest latest version yeah. of iOS. Yeah, I, I just yeah, don't see. I don't I think that think chain that of that events. Apple Watch
0: it, is shipping with WatchOS six. I know, like people, want like, well, no, I don't think that's happening. I don't Whenever think this so. this is coming, it's coming with WatchOS seven. Yeah, uh, I think Apple know that this is the thing that they maybe should be targeting or they have just made the decision that, you know what, this is just too difficult. And they'll do what, you know, they they will, they will release them at different times. Like, I I, I yep. don't think that, that they are going to create a version of WatchOS 6 that can run on Apple Watch Series 6. I just don't think they're going to spend the, right. the energy doing
1: that. And if they mention an iPad OS release date and not an iOS release date, which seems highly unlikely to me, I'm going to take that too. But well, yeah, I don't. Th- I think yeah, I think they come fine. in a bundle. Yeah, yeah
0: well, that's fine. Uh, t- technically, they don't, but we'll say it's fine if they announce either iOS or iPad OS. Because last year, iPad yeah. OS came out at a different time to iOS. Um, but if that's they true. mention either iOS or iPad OS is uh, 14's release time date, frame. that will count for either or for me. I think that's fine. That was going to be uh, my next pick, so I am going to uh-huh. circle back around to services and say that we were at this event. We'll see the introduction of an Apple Services bundle, because what is a draft at this time of year without me making this pick? Um, plus, mm-hmm. there is a lot more smoke the at the moment uh, than, <laughs> well, than well, well,
1: that's for sure. Yeah, it's right outside my house. Ha! Ah! Oh, dear. Uh. Uh, oh.
0: there's a lot more uh, uh, signals than usual about Thank services you. bundle uh, lots of reports and also I saw someone noting that Apple was registering a bunch of like Apple One which is apparently the name domain names Yeah, um, and again they had an like, the
1: Android mm-hmm. Apple Music app leak which is amazing yeah. still the lack of attention to detail if they're trying to keep secrecy but yeah the, a bundle might, might be the, the challenge with this pick is is it now is it next time Exactly. Who knows?
0: But it could happen. So my, my rationale on this is there's still a ton of hardware that we are not talking about right now, right? All yeah. of Which will be four iPhones and as of right now during this draft, new, exciting Macintoshes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to cover in those. You may as well give everything more time to breathe by having two, basically two-hour events instead of one two-hour event. Right. So spread it out. And and or this one two
1: one, one hour event and one eighty nine minute long event. Let's <laughs> Yeah, speak. yes,
0: of course. Sorry, Clearly. sorry. How how yeah. could I forget?
1: How could I forget? <laughs> Final right. pick Jason Snell. Boy, uh it's getting down to it. I, I so wanna pick Mac not mentioned, but I think they will mention the Mac in passing, right? right. I think they will mention it in passing and say you know we've got great Macs coming with Apple Silicon, and or you know Mac OS High Sierra is great, and that's coming out later this year or something like that. I think that there's a real chance that they will mention the Mac in passing, not give it the complete cold shoulder, which makes me not want to choose that. Um, so, oh boy, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Apple TV content Oof. trailers
0: on it. Okay,
1: uh, that that they will show some video of. Uh, of stuff from apple tv plus Mm -hmm. that you know they will they will take a moment to preview something that's coming on apple tv plus uh for all mankind has a trailer that they that's out there that they might show they might debut a a different show there's question of what they've got that's coming that they can actually show but they've got some stuff and they're going into their second year of apple tv plus so they got to mention at some point it could be at the iphone event or it could be here um, you know, there's some rumors about new Apple TV hardware update as well. That could happen now, or it could happen later. But regardless, uh, I don't know. It, it, I, I'm running out of things to pick, and this like never bet against Apple promoting Apple TV Plus with some uh, trailers.
0: I am, uh I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel here.
1: For did my I final did pick. I, I, I snipe that one from you?
0: I was considering it. Okay, um,
1: yeah, yeah, it's tough
0: and i'm going to go, go with, with mac
1: Not mentioned it's it's well, uh, <laughs> i thought
0: about that but but i think that that one at this point might be a little tricky um, Yeah, the same same as me I, I
1: think they're proud proud enough to mention it because i've <laughs> right? also
0: personally i know i i have not personally ruled out the possibility of of the first apple silicon mac occurring at this event like mm. i think that the percentages are slim but yeah. i don't think the percentages are none I uh, agree. I think that there is a a possibility of this. Sure. But I'm going to go with... Oh, God. New version of the HomePod. Okay. I don't really have much to say on it. Like, either there will be a cheaper one, or they'll do something to it, but... So, like you know one of the one of the things for this is is you know I've heard this a bunch of like the, the home pod is running old chips and eventually they're gonna want to start getting rid of those it's the same as the Apple TV I was tossing up personally between new
1: version yeah. of the home pod and new version of the Apple TV um, I think I think those and the headphones are all in the same percentage chance of happening yeah, right which yeah. is they're out there air tags too right they're out there when will Apple announce them whenever it feels like it who yeah. knows when that is, right? Maybe this time, maybe not. Maybe this year, maybe not. We just don't know, but they're out there. So I think new version of HomePod is just as likely as some of these other choices, including mine that you said was a bold choice. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, that that's the this is the true gambling part of the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the things that we... Have a pretty good idea from reports are going to happen, but we don't know when, and that's the trick here. Is you have to pick now is the time for this product, and we just don't know. So that's fun. It's exciting. It means that uh, we'll have a little extra when we're uh, when we're watching the event on
0: Tuesday. So that's it for the draft. You want to? We're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, yes, Tuesday, tomorrow, Tuesday, Tuesday. Bonus Tuesday, upgrade Tuesday. Tomorrow. We're splitting Tuesday. upgrade.
1: This is like a little mini upgrade and then you get a little like bonus maxi upgrade tomorrow. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, we're all over the place. This is
0: the small uh, iPhone and tomorrow yes. is the big iPhone. This is this is upgrade mini. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get upgrade max pro. <laughs> yes. Pro max. Pro max tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, sure. So thank you so much for tuning in to this very special draft event. And we'll be back with more. From uh, recording as soon as we can after the event tomorrow, uh, the event today, maybe depending on when you're listening to this, but you can expect as usual that we will have all of our reactions and opinions and hot takes as soon as we can get them out after the event. Uh, As always, you can get an ad-free version of upgrade of additional content if you go to getupgradeplus.com. It's a great way to get that, and you'll get. I think in today's we're gonna we're gonna do a bit of draft debrief. Um, I have uh-huh. some thoughts that I want to share, Jason, with this new uh, this new model that we've had here of the of the category. So we can we can maybe talk about that. Um, thank you so much to Smile and DoorDash for their support of this episode. If you want to find Jason online, is at Jason l, jsnell j s n e w l sixcolors where you will find lots of great content about the Apple event. Are you going to be live tweeting, Jason?
1: Oh, probably. I feel sure. like Cultful. I feel like I am the person who reminds you about this every, before everyone. No, every no. I mean Dan and I go back and forth about. It. I mean, I will I will tweet some things. Right. It, I I don't the volume everybody can watch live. Uh, the volume of uh of, of play-by-play is not doesn't need to be large, but sure. Um 6 colors event is the Twitter account that that uh will feature all of those kind of blow-by-blow <laughs> wonderful mentions.
0: And you can find uh, information about this episode over at relay.fm slash upgrade slash uh, 315 there. And also in your show notes uh, in the podcast app of choice, you will find a link to Zach Knox's wonderful interactive scorecard. So you can score along with us. Um, and I love to see people tweeting at us their, their results, mostly because the numbers are always different. And I find that so interesting to see what people score and what they don't. Mm-hmm. So that's it for this episode. We'll be back. Don't forget, org slash relay. Go and donate. Thank you so much if you do. So until tomorrow, Jason Snell,
1: say goodbye. See you tomorrow, Mike.